Hello and uh, welcome to the Carers Link Lowdown, a podcast for carers across Eastern Bartonshire. I'm John and I'm your host and uh, joining me as always is, is Katie. Katie, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you, John. Yeah, enjoying the, the longer days and the slightly warmer sunshine. Absolutely. And this week we have a very special podcast. We do. We've got something which hopefully we want to get out as quickly as we can. It's we've, we've we're not normally rushed with our podcast, but this week we're going to be talking about um, the COVID vaccination for, for unpaid carers. Um, and we just want to make sure you get this information as soon as you can. And who have we got to uh, talk about this topic? So today we have got Shivana St. Ahmed from the Coalition of Carers in Scotland. Welcome, Shivana. Hi, how are you doing? We're, we're good. Um, and I thought first, if you just tell us a quick bit before we get into the, the, the meat of it all about, about yourself and about the, the coalition of carers and, and what your role is and what, what the coalition's role is as well. Yeah, absolutely, Katie. Thanks once again um, for inviting me onto your podcast today. So, yes, yeah, so I'm the uh, Partnership Development Officer at the Coalition of Carers in Scotland. And for those of you who don't know, the Coalition of, Co- uh, the coalition of Carers, bit of a mouthful. Um, so we're one of the national carer organisations in Scotland um, and our role is essentially around providing information um, around carers' rights, um, information about legislation. Um, Currently, I suppose over the last year, it's been about um, ensuring carers are being updated and um, and organisations like yourselves, Katie, are being updated about um, new guidance um, any new legislation that will um, impact carers, particularly as we work our way through this pandemic. So yes, yeah, so as I said, you know we're one of um, about half a dozen um, national care organisations across Scotland who have um, this role around um, providing information um, to carers. But equally, we also listen to carers and to organisations like yourselves around what's going on locally, uh, and we then feed that back up to. Um, Scottish government and policymakers as well, so it works both ways. And that's uh, great, John. Um, one of the start turning to the the topic for today, which is the uh, prioritising uh, COVID vaccine um, for unpaid carers. Why why should unpaid carers be prioritised in the first place? A number of reasons, um, uh, John. So. I suppose the key reason there is uh, unpaid carers are providing a vital role. They are essentially, um, in most cases, um, the main person or the main people who are there for um, relatives or neighbours or friends who um, who have got nobody else. So in terms of looking after their, their care needs, be that personal, um, emotional, um, physical care needs. So if unpaid carers um, are knocked out with COVID or if they're ill, um, it would mean that there would need to be a need for replacement care, which, um, you know, will be will be costly. Um, it will, in some cases, require a lot of additional resources. So, from that perspective, you know, it would make sense for unpaid carers in the same way that we are prioritising our social care workforce. Um, you know, we cannot afford for people um, to become ill due to COVID because these people are essential um, 
for, for, for you know, in order to provide care to the people that they're looking after at the moment. I think that's a, a very clear explanation because you know, there have been there have been questions asked. Um, so I think hopefully, well, I'm sure that will will answer them. In terms of unpaid carers, um, which unpaid carers are eligible for the vaccination? Are there any categories that aren't maybe eligible? So at the moment, um, all carers who are providing, um, so, so in, in theory, everybody is entitled uh, eligible for the vaccine, but in terms of how we're prioritising, and I say we, but it's not really me, is it? Um, so in terms of how the, the um, prioritisation um, has been done is that unpaid carers who are providing face-to-face -face care are being prioritised in category or group six. Those who, I mean, as you know, the prioritisation was done through age um, sort of related cohorts. So those carers who are over the age of 64 should have been prioritised in um, groups two, three, four, five, so the previous groups, if that makes sense. So in group six, it's the carers aged um, 16 to 64 who are providing face-to-face um, -face care um, for a friend, um, for a neighbour or for a relative. Um, so those so those, so those, would be the people, um, Katie, who would fall into that category. That therefore, that includes people like parent carers and kinship carers and all, all those um, categories as well. Yes. Yeah, so just to just to clarify, so uh, yes, it would be um, it would be parent carers of disabled uh, children, if that makes sense. So as long as, yeah. and I think that's just a, a, a distinction we need to make because I think sometimes people use the term parent carers. Um, as, as meaning somebody who cares for a child um, but in this context we're actually talking specifically about caring for a child who has um, a disability or some additional needs or health concerns um, similarly with kinship carers as well um, you know so it's about um, uh, somebody um, sorry it's, so, 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 as long as you're looking after somebody who has those um, health concerns and disabilities etc. And, and you don't need to be in receipt of carer's allowance or any benefits to, to be eligible at this point? No, you don't. Um, the only thing that probably would have happened um, is if you were in receipt of a carer's allowance, the system would have picked you up, if that makes sense. So you would have already um, have received an appointment, uh, a vaccination appointment letter through. Um, if you aren't in the seat of carers allowance, you are absolutely still eligible for the vaccine, but it just means that the system would not have picked you up, which is why the self-registration system, which went live this morning, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute, um, that, um, that would be the process whereby you would register to um, sign up for your vaccination appointment. There's also been a, a wee bit of confusion about where to, to to register. If you're registering with a carer centre or with a GP, what's the what's the advice there? So if, if I just take it back a bit, so we're not talking about vaccinations in general. Um, the advice has always been to to ensure that your GP is aware that you are a carer, because often that in itself can bring. Um, a number of benefits, um, so to say. So, for example, if you are registered as a carer with your GP, it would mean that, um, you know, should you become ill or the person that you're 
caring for becomes ill, there's something on your GP records to to sort of signify that relationship. It also means, um, and I think this is a difficulty slightly, John, because it can mean different things in different areas. Um, so I'm not entirely sure what the situation is in Eastern Barrenshire, but for example, in the area that I live in, um, so I'm also a carer, so I've registered with my local GP and they know that I'm a carer. So they also know that when I ring up, and I need an appointment, they will be extremely accommodating. Um, so it might sometimes mean that sort of prior to COVID, it would have meant sometimes that they would have offered me a phone consultation perhaps and not and required me to come in. Um, it also meant that they would prioritise me for the flu vaccine as well. Um, so there are a, a number of benefits to being uh, listed as a carer with your GP. In terms of um, accessing COVID vaccination, um, in term, when, when the letters were being sent out for those who, uh, for, for carers in Group 6, those who were already registered as carers with their GP practices, some of those lists were passed on to the health board, so people were being invited for their vaccinations because of the fact that they had already registered as carers with their um with their GP practices but it's not I should actually say so it's but that in itself isn't a requirement for the vaccine if that makes sense so if you're not already registered please don't rush to get yourself registered because there are other ways of doing that now in terms of your carer centre so people who were registered with their carer centres would have received a letter last week um I would imagine Katie you can probably um, sort of say more about this but my understanding is, is that if you're registered with the carer centre you would have received a letter last week informing you of the self-registration um, system which uh, went live today Katie I don't know whether you want to say anything more about that we we sent out letters to anyone we didn't have an email address for went out first class last Thursday so we should have got them Friday and on Friday we sent out an email to everybody that was registered with us that we did have an email address for so that should have, have reached people on Friday but if, if it didn't then you don't need to worry because by the end of this you will know what you have to do so. Uh, so moving on how do carers actually self-register? So the first thing they need to do is go on to the uh, self-registration website. Um, yeah, so it's nhsinform.scot um, slash carers register. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, but as you said, you're going you're gonna to put that link in so um, people don't have to be rushing to write this down right now. So basically all you would do is just click on that link um, and it's a fairly straightforward site in the sense that it will ask you you know, a few sort of details about your name, your date of birth, um, and uh, and where you live, and and that's really just to be able to find you in the system, if that makes sense, um, so that they're able to identify you and able to then send you an appointment. They'll also ask you um, a couple of questions around eligibility um, as a carer, and um, and again, it's nothing too 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 frightening or, or too overwhelming. I hope it's really just asking you um, about. Um, about are you are you a carer, um, and uh, and I think a question about your caring role, and that's and that's really it, um, and then you would just submit that, um, and you would then be, uh, you should hopefully then receive uh, an email or or a text back just to say that they've received your um, registration and that your health board will be in touch with you in, in a couple of days with an appointment for your vaccination. And it's also worth saying that sometimes websites get 
flooded uh, with requests. And so if you don't manage to get through in, initially, having a wee bit of patience, maybe trying at a different time yeah, of day. Absolutely, uh, John. Um, I mean, just to say, um, I'm not entirely sure when this recording's going out, but I mean, it's the it's the 15th of March today and the, and the website went live this morning. Um, I would imagine there will be a bit of an influx today. Luckily, the site is uh, holding up so far. Um, but as you quite rightly said, uh, if if there feel if it feels a bit glitchy for whatever reason, uh, just please be patient. It'll be back up online, or it'll be easier to access. Um, hopefully, I think they have um, accounted for for um, the sort of Russian traffic and and. It, Hopefully it should be fine. Um, but if folk have any problems with the site, there is also um, a phone line, a helpline number as well, which you can put in when you put your um, when you put your podcast out as well, um, Katie and John. So yeah. if you can put that number out as well. Although um, you know, I should say that you know, if and where you can, please try and use the website. Um, just in terms of. Uh, leaving the helpline for those who, 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 who I say for those who genuinely need it, but you know, if, if you're able to access the website, please do so that way. Um, and then the helpline can be used for those who genuinely are unable to access via the internet or are having issues with with the site itself. So, um, hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll, it'll the the whole system should be plain sailing. What about, I mean, obviously we're talking about unpaid carers here. So what happens if, because of your care and responsibility, you, you can't leave your home? You know, you need to remain at home to, to care for the person. Is, is there, can you receive the vaccine at home? Is that a possibility? It is a possibility um, in exceptional circumstances, they say. So it's about trying to... Um, trying to address the issues around um, not being able to leave home. So if, it is, if it's about replacement care, seeing whether you can get um, can get some replacement care um, in place. Um, if it's about not leaving the person that you're caring for, there, you know, there is the option of, of bringing the person with you if that's what if that's a possibility as well um but feeling all that you know if you are um because obviously if you are shielding as well then you know you need to obviously let them know um and then that that'd be one of the instances that i would say phone use the helpline at that on those instances and say to them you know is this a possibility and your local health board will be able to inform you um, again, if, if that is a, in, at all a possibility, I know in um, I know for some people the the travelling is an issue. For example, for, for those who you know, I'm not again, I'm not sure where some of your vaccination centres are in Eastern Bartonshire. But if that's an issue, um, again, looking at some of the other health and social care partnerships, some of those um, local areas have um, been offering transport um, as as a solution as well. So. Again, um, you know, it's it's worth maybe just finding out, Katie, what what's what what your partnership area are offering in terms of helping people to get to the vaccination centres. Yeah, I mean, I can actually answer that one without having to find anything out, which is quite handy, isn't it? <laughs> because um, there are local volunteers in in uh, in across Eastern Bancher who will tra- help with transport for people to medical appointments, um, and people will have heard me mention this number many times before. But the Opal Helpline is. The, the quickest way to, to get through to them. Um, so that's 0141 438 2347. Um, and we'll, again, we'll put that in the show notes. But yeah, there is help available with transport if that's needed. And uh, 
one of the issues that I suppose when we're talking about vaccines is um, you'll see in you know social media and Facebook and TikTok and all these things, people questioning is the vaccine safe? Um, what what do you have to say about that? I know you're not medically trained, but what's the what's the official position on that? In terms of responding to uh, people's concerns about whether the vaccine is safe or not, we do actually have um, a Q&A with somebody from the Scottish Government um, this Friday at one o'clock via Zoom. There will be um, our colleagues at MECOP will be hosting uh, a Q&A where carers can come along. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns about the vaccine, there will be people um, on on call uh, to be able to answer some of those concerns. Some folk who are um, better experts <laughs> on this area, John, than I am, obviously. Um, but just to say that 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 um, that support is 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 absolutely available. Um, KTV can um, share that amongst carers. Yeah, I certainly will do. And I, I mean, we're hoping to get this out. We've got our, our volunteer. Um, editor on standby for this afternoon so we're hoping to get this out as soon as possible so and also um there's a the website which has a lot of information and it's the nhs inform um um so it says all the w's nhs inform.scot forward slash covid hyphen 19 hyphen vaccine and on that page you'll see all sorts of information about safety issues and side effects and all that kind of thing and again we'll include that in our ever-increasing show notes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I mean, and I would say that that is uh, definitely the go-to site as well for um, for all reliable information regarding um, the COVID vaccine at the moment as well. So, yes, thank you for highlighting that, John. And of course, this is the first dose of the vaccine. Um, will people have an indication where they might get a second dose? So, um, at the moment. The, the official line seems to be that the second dose will be um, within 12 weeks. Um, so we know that people are beginning to get their second dose, as in people who have had their vaccine way back in sort of January time, etc. So, yes, yeah, so it's in, at the moment it seems to be 12 weeks um, that you will receive your second vaccination, um, your second dose of the vaccination. We've we've discussed you know who is eligible at this point in terms of, of carers who's been prioritised. Um, obviously there will there will be some unpaid carers who are not providing face to face support, um, who are maybe providing that over the phone or um, by Zoom. What happens with them? How, how will I don't know. Everyone's going to get the the the, the vaccine eventually. So yeah, and that really is 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 the answer, um, Katie. So if you're not in, um, so if you're not currently providing face to face care, then the advice is to um, just wait until you are um, uh, until you know you're asked to come forward for the vaccine. But at the moment, they seem to be working through those um, lists really quickly. Um, and my understanding is that most people um, on the priority list, um, sort of one through to nine, will um, receive their first doses by uh, April, um, was the last, um, at the last briefing that I heard. So um, so eight, by April, May, everybody um, on those lists will get their um, first vaccine and then there will be the rollout to the general um, population. But as I said, some health boards are working through their lists uh, seemingly a lot quicker as well. And we had a slight glitch with the 
the, the, the vaccine numbers, I think, and that seems to have sort of resolved um, slightly. So the numbers of vaccines um, are, 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 are up again, if that makes sense. So there's no, there shouldn't be um, any delay, I think, at the moment. Um, so they seem to think that they, they can get through that list um, in the next we were in March now, aren't we? Yeah, so over the next month or so. So I guess, yeah, so coming back to your question, I think, yeah, I mean, it's a guess of just waiting. Well, hopefully everything will go reasonably smoothly. And I think we're all all desperate to get back to a sort of semi-new normal, whatever that yeah. might be, <laughs> as, as soon as we can. But, um, but Joanna, thank you very much for 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 coming along and, and giving your, your precious time. I know... Um, you're probably very busy this week, um, and uh, and we we appreciate that, and we hopefully we'll get this out as as quickly as uh, as we can. No worries. Thanks very much, John and Katie. Thank you. So, Katie, um, we're going to try and get this out very quickly, um, and and again, we'll just say if anyone's got any any queries, um, there's obviously the information in the show notes, but you can also contact CareSlink and at inquiry at careslink.org.uk. Um, and all the other usual contacts. So, Katie, what, where are we? Where are we going now? Well, I don't know where we're going now. <laughs> That's the honest answer. We actually do have a couple of other podcasts we coming up because we, we're going to reorder what we did. We originally had another one planned for this week, but um, we have got a few in the can. So, uh, so we've got some, some fun ones. What we got? We've got one that we did. We did our spring clean. Um, podcast that was an office banter one so that's a fun one so we, we won't prioritize getting that one out and then we did do another one um oh with the with the volunteers that the ones that will be doing the the transport for the for medical equipment so we did a, a, an interview with with one of those uh the volunteer coordinators there so letting us know all the other kinds of things that those volunteers that's great okay then um i think that's us so uh for those of you listening um thank you for joining us again and uh and hope to to catch up with you uh, again in the near future. Goodbye.